I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, welcome to the Way Up North podcast, the podcast where you get to know the people behind the biggest names in wedding photography. My name is Jenny Hamar, a Stockholm-based photographer who will host this round of conversations. Here is a chat I had with photographer Andy Gaines from York, and I asked him a little bit about the clear-cut path of coming from a small mining town uh, to studying to be an astrophysicist, to becoming a musician and touring in a sweaty van full of um, band members to owning a record label, and then becoming a wedding photographer. We had a lovely chat. I hope you enjoy it. Hello. Hey, Jenny. How's it going? Hi, Andy. Oh, you can see me. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh. Is there any way of taking away the photo of yourself on this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> How are you? Uh, are you? I don't know. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good. Where are you? You're in, in Stockholm. Uh, yeah, I'm just north of Stockholm in Vaxholm. Okay, okay. Well, that means nothing near that Stockholm. That means nothing to you. What? Um, no, it's it's uh, it's like about thirty minutes north of Stockholm, like towards the archipelago part. So it's like a group of islands. Yeah, yeah beautiful. Oh, nice. Area. So I'm actually in my home right now, so I don't disturb my my colleagues in the studio. Where are you? Are you in York? In York, in England. Yeah, in my dining room <laughs> okay is that where you work from no i kind of work the internet's better in here we've got we've got terrible yorkshire internet doesn't work too good so <laughs> okay. every time i need to skype i need to come down and like get as close to the router as possible <laughs> plus the fact the room that i work in is an absolute dump so okay i think you know anytime anytime i kind of have any kind of face-to-face thing going on it's like Usually my wife is like, you can't, you can't Skype them in this room. Go downstairs. No, no, that just seems. I I recently um, did the the podcast with uh, Brian and uh, Michael, oh, yeah. and I gave them a hard time because um, it was in Brian's house, and the view behind him was like, <laughs> was just. It was funny. It was just like you wouldn't think because usually photographers are kind of like, okay, what what's everyone looking at behind me? Yeah. How's yeah. the light? You know, visually aware. Yeah, yeah, visually aware. And it was like um, an air conditioning unit or something, and then just like a, a wall. <laughs> and I was like, could have made the effort, guys. Could have made the effort, yeah. And so, but he gave me the house tour later, and he said it was because um, any other view would make him look like a hoarder. So I guess that was kind of the best view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a bit like that upstairs in my in my uh, in my room. So yeah, it's probably best. Well, you I know, read, I, just... I read that you have small kids. So if it's anything like me, even if you do have you know moments where there's kind of order, that's gone in about three seconds. Yeah, I've just abandoned it. I've just like <laughs> exactly like so. We've got a six and a four year old. No, yes, six and a three year old, nearly four. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've just kind of abandoned any attempt at trying to 
be neat and tidy. Not that I ever was neat and tidy, but I think <laughs> our old house before we, before we came here was minimal and super white and not, you know, clean and, yeah. you know, really cool. Now we've just kind of abandoned all that. And then we just live in like piles of Lego and I... plastic transformers and, you know. So yeah, what, what are they into now, your kids? What are their names, first of all? Uh, so Ida is our daughter. She's six. Um, she's at school today. And Teddy, our little boy, is three. And he's at nursery this morning. Um, what are they into? Teddy's into fighting and Star Wars and smashing things with lumps of wood. And Ida, uh, she's, she's good. She's into kind of Lego and, uh, you know, drawing and being a bit more measured and sensible and calm. Okay. And Teddy likes to break Pretty much is very like it's very stereotypically boy and girl. Is much it really? Okay. To kind of, yeah. yeah, much of we've done our like our best at treating the same and all that kind of stuff. It's the, yeah, the very, very, the, yeah. My, I have twin boys, and like when they were when they were about that age of like three ish. They were turning everything into weapons, like everything from like a piece of bread yeah, that you gave them for breakfast. They would eat it. So like, oh, mom, look, it looks like a gun or whatever to a stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stick to sticks to you're just like, well, that's incredible. Chew that a little bit of the bread. You can make a really good, a great gun with a crust of the bread. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, that stage is still kind of going on, except now it's swords. But and how old is your children? So I have two seven-year-old boys that are twins, and um, obviously, and then a three-year-old girl. So oh, wow! So you oh, you're in the same you're in the same full-on same full-on and in high intensity thing. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> good then i love it it's good but i yeah i gather from your the info part on your website that it's kind of been like a really big part of your life that change yeah i guess so i think uh, i don't know so i think it's like everything you're never really you're never really ready for that and then it happens and then you just kind of make it work and it is who you is is who you are you know yeah um yeah it was weird it kind of came yeah when, when we first had children so like six years ago i think it came at a good like in my life, it came at a really the the right kind of time, but not through any kind of planning as such, you know. But yeah. when we found out we were having a baby, it wasn't some. It wasn't quite like, oh shit, we're having a baby. It was more like, oh right, wow, cool. All let's, right, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I think maybe if it, if it had a, you know, if it had happened a year or two before, you know, it may have been a bit more, you know, oh my god, my life, you know, life is over. What am I going to do? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think I think as it happened, you know, it worked kind of well, and then yeah, here we are. Guess quick though, you know, right with fate, you know, time. Yeah, I know, because because every every moment that's kind of like you're not working is you are really into. I mean, parenting is like you have to be here and into it. You can't just like be doing other things in your head. You're like there, you know. So yeah, yeah. So it's like at the end of that day, you're like, okay, what happened? I just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I haven't had my own thought for a while. At the end of the day, at the end of the year, I'm like, wow, <laughs> what, what, what happened? happened there? So I mean, I still me meet. I, sorry, what are you saying? No, hey, go ahead. Well, I was just saying, like, I still meet people, and they're like, you know, do you have children? I was like, yeah, we've got two babies. I just nearly seven. <laughs> <laughs> like. 
<laughs> they're not babies anymore. I know, I know. That's crazy. They grow up. And then all of a sudden, what I hear from other people, they don't want to hang out with you anymore. And you're like, oh, my God, this is so weird. Because at our stage where we are now, you know, we're so important to them. We're like yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah. They just want to be near us all the time. Almost to the yes, point of where you um, can be like, oh, okay, like I need some free time. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, just stay away. Yeah, don't just, go near me, daddy. Yeah, don't go near. Like you can drop me off here. That's fine. I'll, I got it from here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. Oh, we're starting to get that now and she's six. So yeah, who knows how bad it's going to get. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I was just going to say, take me back um, uh, to a little bit because I'm just interested in getting to know like kind of how you – ended up where you are you wrote that you like wing it in life is that true or are you like secretly a planner who looks nah, like I'm not, a <laughs> uh, I'm not I'm not a no nah, I'm not a planner I think how did I get here just by a series of unfortunate events or fortunate events I don't know um yeah like I've never really planned anything or I never really planned on, on being a photographer or any of that really it's just kind of always tried to just do with what what I wanted at the time you know never I've never been one of these people with like a grand 10-year plan or you yeah. know this is where I want to get you know like I have goals and all that obviously all that kind of stuff but never really um yeah never just just kind of made done gone with my gut and made decisions and tried hard to, when I've done it you know I think and even now when you're you you're not like okay well next year I my goal is to be you know in June bugs weddings I mean like are you do you set goals like that nah I mean I don't think I've ever set any goals like that and beyond well that beyond the kind of oh well that might be quite cool you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and then and then to actively kind of pursue that never no I don't think that kind of sounds like I've just got no ambition and I sit around all day in my pants watching Netflix, no. which maybe that is true. Who knows? This Wait, is, pants, this, this... pants in British is like underwear, right? Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. In maybe, my pants? Maybe like a vest. What's a vest? You know, like a string vest, like an under, under, under. Uh, like a, <laughs> yeah, like a, I would say camisole, but that's for women, I guess. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's a this is all audio. Or tea. This, no, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, this is all audio, right? That you're recording. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all people know, that's exactly what I'm wearing. He's yeah, he's naked from the he- from <laughs> the waist up. Tied up on my skypes. <laughs> I find it wonders with the couples. Just only... when you're signing off, when it's gone perfect, you just stand up and hit the off button. <laughs> just for that yeah, last anyway. second. Once that like DocuSign has gone through and they've all they're like committed, you're just like, yeah. there you go. Great. See you with the wedding. The Stand full Monty. <laughs> <laughs> but no one will ever know because it's all going to be in audio. So. Yeah, this is all. But audio. no, I, so like, I've ne- yeah, I've never really. I've always been ambitious. This is kind of contradictory. I don't know. I've always been really ambitious and really driven at what I'm doing, but never with some kind of goal never with some kind of specific thing where i strategically yeah you know thought out you know obviously like the uh jacob and cole you know way north nordica guys probably very different to the way they you know having spoken to them about their business and how they've done things kind of really not like that at all yeah i probably should probably could have learned a few things from those guys but (laughs) but they're just yeah you know i've always been driven to do what i do and to do it really well but not Due to some kind of, you know, 
secret strategy, you know? So you're not, your, your motivation is not to make money. <laughs> is, is, my, is my wife hear this no we don't care <laughs> no, no, she no. Won't listen. Um, no i'm just kidding no no i mean uh, no it's never been to make money only in as much as i know that you need money I, i've got a house i have to pay the mortgage i've got children right. that are you know i guess we're having children that kind of that changes things in that respect you know because it's important that i provide for them but beyond that no i'm not interested in, in making money yeah i mean i mean, i just feel like there's a couple of ca- categories there's the people that are strategically, you know, building some sort of, uh, well, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, like kind of like a get out kind of plan where they're going to do this and then this and then they're going to make this much money. and then Right. I, I've, I know people like that. And then I know people who are like, well, let's just really get good at this. And then obviously everybody wants to, you know, provide for their family and have a, have a good life. But it sounds like you got into this for different reasons, kind of for the adventure of it. And then obviously you can develop it from there, but yeah, I did. I mean, although <laughs> ironically, I haven't said all that, like that is very much how I kind of live my life. But when I found wedding photography, um, which is just before we had our, well, about the time Ida was born, I guess, or just after, um, like until up to that point, I kind of, being on like an extended gap year of like 10 years, being a musician where I had no money ever, you know, literally nothing and lived like literally hand to mouth. And, and so when I, when I kind of fell into doing weddings, the thing that made it, the, one of the drive things initially was like, wow, I could make some money doing this. Okay, but, okay. But not, in a, I could be, not, not I could be a millionaire, but more than like, you know, I was like, wow, you kind of, it, it was a really easy way or it seemed obvious and simple, easy to, to to turn the fact that I had a camera into money shooting weddings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so then, the, interesting. Like, so then it is kind of that, actually, the opposite of what I was saying. Because I, I feel like some people are coming from like, well, I had a I had a good paying proper job, and then I kind of left it all to, to do this. And, you know, but so from here, you were like starving artist in the form of traveling in a, in a van to... Like something that actually, okay, that's that's funny. Yeah, yeah, no, like that. I don't know what you're talking about when you say a proper job that pays money. Like that's something I've, I've fortunately never had to have. So um, <laughs> you know, I don't. Yeah, I've never. We kind of. This is a this is the first proper job I've ever, I've ever had. I'm not this even sure it's a proper job. job, is it? I think. Oh, that's that's this funny. Is, this is it. This is it. What kind of what kind of music were you playing? And like, were you guitarist or sing? Singer? Yes, I used to play. I did kind of all sorts, really, but I played played guitar in bands for a few years and sang, and I was a frontman in a band, and then I was the guitarist in a band, and then um, I, I set up a record label um, and ran that for a few years, um, which kind of dealt with like Americana and acoustic kind of root sort of stuff, so, and produced some records with that and played on a lot of those records and things. Cool. And did, did a lot of sort of singer songwriter guitar kind of stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, kind of all really, but mainly guitars and guitar bands. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like every other, every other angry young man ever. You actually look kind of to me like the epitome of a British like singer, or in like in a band. <laughs> Is that weird? Is that, I'm not trying to be mean. There, I mean that's a good thing. Underwear and what, What's that? 
<laughs> wearing his underwear and a camisole, obviously. <laughs> yeah. No, as a little longish hair <laughs> and kind of that look of, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, listen, I can hear you Bro, kind of poorly. What? Should I try to go back? Should I try to go over to audio, Andy? Yeah, let's, yeah. Go, let's go to audio, Andy. It's always like this. It's okay, way it's always like this. Okay. Can we do that um, without? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll see what I can do here if I just... Okay, now I turned off my video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Oh, that helped already for me turning it off. Yeah, that should that this will be good now, I think. Okay, cool. And I was able to keep the recording going, so we'll see. Oh, good. We haven't broken the internet. No. Yeah. Um, I can hear you much better now. That's cool. No, but I was just you look like um, what's that band? Uh, oh God. This will be your own thin ice now because you could say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything now. A like radio silence for an, a podcast sounds horrible. But um, there's a, the, I was just thinking of a British band. You look like somebody. Um, so all, all bands, yeah, you look like them. Those um, wonder no, what's it called? Never mind. Wonder. No what? idea. Anyways. Um, no, no. So you decided, I mean, running running a record label sounds like a super, I mean, that's a big deal, or hard, I mean, or was Yeah, it? no, I mean, it, it, it sounds much more impressive than it was. I mean, that, that was kind of, again, it's very DIY, very completely independent, and just kind of something that grew out of really the music scene in York where I was, you know, and there was a, there was a lot of people making really good music, and it was at that kind of time where, you know, like MySpace, remember MySpace? Yes. I don't like know. My, MySpace was like a thing and people were starting to, the, the, you know, the internet was really kind of allowing people to kind of start doing their own thing, like away from the traditional model of yeah. get a record deal, have a record company. So yeah, we just kind of, just it was only a small thing, but it was good, you know, so we released a few records with some kind of local artists and things and, and and some compilations and things like that um yeah it was good um but it was very yeah it wasn't it wasn't again it didn't make any money <laughs> you know i never again it's back the same thing you know i never had any money so okay. it kept, it, again it was all just born out of passion and just doing i really like to do things like my own way i guess yeah maybe well, i've never had a job yeah i just like to do my own thing so it was kind of born out of that, you know, and just a, a passion for what we were doing at the time, and, and, and relying on other people to get them to to take charge and tell you what to do. Just do it yourself. Right, right. I, I would assume that you see yourself doing your own thing your whole life, but do you think you'll be doing photography for a long time? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I can't see. Like I've always been, I've always been massively. Um, like passionate about whatever I do, so I kind of throw myself into something, whatever it might be, like a hundred percent, you know. So at the minute that's photography, and I can't see that changing. But who knows? Like, I think I think the thing. I mean, obviously, you do get responsibilities now. You know, I've got babies and mortgages and things like that. And my wife quit her job a few months ago, so there's like. I don't know what I would start doing again, you know. It's less easy to just kind of drift around now. But yeah, yeah. photography is doing well in that respect, and I seem to be doing okay with it. But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> photography has kind of 
yeah, it could, that could be certainly good for now. But again, like I don't like to plan too far ahead. Let's just see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Well, I was looking through your website. Your images are just awesome. I mean, and then when I saw the one with the horse head, I was like, oh, that's you <laughs> who took that? Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel yeah. like when you're out shooting that you're like, oh, my God, are you just like on – like, do you automatically see the shots, take it, you're like in some kind of flow? Or are you like constantly composing the images? I, I, yeah. I, so it's more, more of that, really. I think, obviously, I'll be, talk, I'll be talking a little bit about this in Rome with my uh, presentation. Yeah, you don't but, have to actually go deep into it because it's not, it's not what this is about. But I was just curious because when I saw can, can I tell you, but then we'll beep it all out? Yeah, we'll just go... Mm, yeah, yeah, amazing, amazing. I want, so, I want to know before everyone else. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think for me, like the big thing is, is in shooting like doc- documentary, which everyone talk, you know, says they do. It's, it's so much more about being able to, like, visualize. You know, you never. I always think that you never really, um, you never really see a great photo. Like, you only ever see the potential. Or, or in your mind, the potential for something to be a great photo, you know? So I think what I'm always looking for is, like, something, th- things that appeal to me visually that that could become something great, you know? So, like, just with that horsey photo, you know, like just that the people sat on the wall was interesting, you know? It's like, okay, there's, there was a symmetry and the repetition and the characters and everything was there. But then you're like, well, what do I need now for this to be great like how, how what, what, what does you see the potential but then it's a case of like realizing that and it's, then you know you just need like a, something's a, missing something <laughs> a horse head a small boy dressed as a horse <laughs> who, who just happens to walk across and you're like that, that was what it was okay. would have been nice to have a bride in there but i think she was off doing something else. But, you know. you're like i have no idea where she was as the yeah you can't you can't have everything but yeah so i think that, that's that's really that's a lot to do with it, as opposed to just wandering around aimlessly, hoping that something interesting lands in front of you. I think if you, that's the thing with seeing the potential for a good photo. I think if you, if you see the good photo, you've missed it because it's happened, you know? Like, right. you have to, if that makes sense, you know? You have to be, like, yeah, a second before it to be able to kind of... Like, yeah, or, or, even ten minutes before, or even 10 minutes before it, or half an hour before it, or, or, or whatever, you yeah. know? But it's like being able to see... It's, it's, I think the trick is being able to is learning to see the potential in things, mm-hmm. and then, and then and then understand how that, you realize that, you know, or how it how circumstances can realize it, you know. And so, how has your work changed now? Now that you've like you've gotten these awards and everything, and you've had like a huge, it seems like a, a boom as of late. But or it, has it been like a gradual maybe? Just yeah, I think it's kind of yeah. I don't know really. Kind of, uh, I mean. The awards are, are nice, but they're they're a little rubbish, aren't they? Uh, in 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 real terms, you know, like they're nice and feels good, and I can show them to my mum, and she can finally think that I've got a proper job. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, the, the awards are good. I shouldn't I shouldn't I shouldn't be, be like that. They are good, but they're not really the be all and end all, are they? You know. So um, yeah, yeah, no, I've always I've always just kind of done my thing really, and then I guess the last couple of years have been really. Um, I've been fortunate enough to kind of pick up some awards and some recognition in that way. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I like, think haven't really changed that much, you know, I, I don't think. 
But I mean, as far as your work schedule, where you shoot your weddings, all that stuff is pretty much the same? Yeah, no, no. Okay, so I guess I'm shooting a little bit more internationally now than I was obviously when I started. Um, yeah. When I, when you start, you know, you're just, uh, like I say, I've never been very strategic about it. So I, I just kind of started and booked, started booking weddings, you know, in York or wherever you like. So yeah, I shoot a bit more abroad now. And obviously, it's, I think it's great because... I really love, like, I, I've taught quite a lot of workshops now um, and put on conferences and spoken at conferences and things like that. So, and I really love doing that, um, and I really get a lot of enjoyment out of that. So I think it's been great for, for certainly for that, you know, for, like, an industry recognition, you know? Yeah. But, but you know, really, they don't, they don't mean anything. It's interesting when you start, you know, like, you want to win all these awards and you see them, you're like, wow, I want to, then, then you get them, you're like, meh. But you don't think they help you get like the cooler jobs? I mean, don't you think they're actually aside from the industry recognition, which I mean, I guess is separate, but they, yeah, yeah, no, I understand. They probably, yeah, that, okay. I'm being, I'm being a bit uh, facetious, I guess. They have certainly helped me get some work that I wouldn't otherwise have got, I suppose. But they probably could help me more if I'd maybe leveraged them a little bit. Yeah, okay. if I'd have maybe. <laughs> pimp them out a bit that I was an award-winning photographer but that just seems really lame so you're humble I don't know about that I think I think in too many ways it's probably it's, it's kind of to my detriment in a way I think it's a kind of frustrated like punk rocker in me you know it's like no nobody ever no one ever loved the band that won battle of the bands right you know <laughs> like yeah okay yeah you know like the rolling stone you know the rolling stones we don't like them because they won best band you know right, they were right, right. you know bob dylan's albums are good not because you know mojo says they were mm-hmm. <laughs> just no, so I, you, I you know like um yeah i could, I could probably i probably kind of like like I say, strategically, I've shot myself in the foot a lot by maybe not being so bothered about these things. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> just feels it just feels a bit lame to kind of. <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. I do think that that stuff comes out anyways, and so sometimes it's better to promote other people, and then I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think. Just the whole thing, like the whole like hum, the whole humble brag thing. It's just yeah, you know. It's like I just try and, and try my very very best to not get sucked into being like that. Just yeah. it's all, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. So uh, rewinding the 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 cassette tape a little bit from what, what was it like? Did you grow up in York or are you like from somewhere else originally? Uh, yeah, so I did grow up in York. I, I've always been. In, in like Yorkshire or the north the, the north of England really for the people for the international listeners um, which yes I've always been grew up in a town called Doncaster okay. which is close to York it's an, an hour away um, and that was Doncaster is a pretty grim place though so um, it's it's like an ex-mine town it's a mining town surrounded by like mining you know coal mining but obviously in the UK and in most places that, that kind of all died of death in the 80s so it's a lot of the places there are pretty poor like not poor poor but you know there's a lot of there's not much going on so growing up you know if you were into you know if you had hair like mine you generally were like and there wasn't much art art or there wasn't much it's hard to explain to you know what i mean it's <laughs> to i'm sure people know what i'm talking about it's pretty culturally kind of a dead sort of place okay uh, 
But then when I went to uni, I finished uni um, and came home after uni, didn't know what to do. But I was playing music at the time, and then and we just I had a friend who lived in York, and we came on a few nights out here. And York was like a breath of fresh air. York's a really culturally interesting place. You know, there's a university here, it's a university town, there's a lot of history, and there's a really great music scene. Loads of kind of bars with great music, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. complete opposite to somewhere like Doncaster where there's nothing to do except put your tracksuit on and go into town and pick fights. You know, like, <laughs> Is that what you did? No, that's not what I did, but that's what, that's what 90% of the, you know, that's what, that's, what it, that's what goes on there, you know. I'd be the guy running away from the fights <laughs> in foppish hair. You, know? um, <laughs> you said because when you had hair like mine, what did your hair look like? Well, just, just like, like it does now, you know, not short. And, <laughs> you say it like, you know. that was my hair. I couldn't change it. So, therefore, I was. <laughs> nah, I'm, 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 no, it's, yeah. No, it, it's all sounding a bit, bit OTT now. It wasn't really like that. But, you know, for someone like me who was interested in, say, music and playing guitar, right. like Doncaster was maybe, you know, slightly more. Well, I wouldn't say I was artistic at all, but, you know, someone like Doncaster was not cool. You know, the, the majority of the youth of Doncaster, you know, <laughs> you know went out, went clubbing and picked fights on right. a weekend, you know, yeah, and that wasn't something really to do. So then I came to someone like York where, you know, like I said, just, I just, it just, it just like fitted in, I guess, you know, it was like, wow, this is cool. And this is moved. where I belong. So we moved here and the guys I was playing in the band moved here. And then we, yeah, got a house here and like have never left. So that was. And what did you uh, study at the university? What's that? Sorry. What did you study at the university? Was it music? Uh, no, no, I studied astrophysics. Are you kidding me? No, no. <laughs> I, um, I mean, I've got a piece of paper that says I was there. <laughs> there wasn't. There wasn't so much work went on, um, but I did. I did oh, just, you just passed yeah. exams as an astrophysicist. Without yeah, actually, yeah. so if we want to, anyone who talks about, yeah, you know, what does that even mean? What is astrophysics? What's that? Sorry, what does that even mean? Like, what is astrophysics? So it's like just um, phys- physics, physics with astronomy. So it was, uh, you know, physics, but with like a heavy element of the universe and galaxies and gravitation and Einstein and all that kind of stuff. And what's the what's like the biggest learning you like? What's the coolest thing about astrophysics that you that you know that not everyone knows? Uh, well, it allowed me to go to university for four years and have an exceptionally good time. <laughs> That's the coolest thing about uh, astrophysics. Oh, I don't know what everybody knows nowadays. Everyone knows everything. Like the internet is crazy, you know. Yeah. How many how many people who who, who have got kind of no uh, education in, say, astrophysics at all, but, but have got a passing interest in it. So a couple of YouTube tutorials, and they know more than I do. <laughs> That's funny. A couple TED Talks and a... <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can hold their own. I can see what you're saying. We went. I was at, a, <clears throat> at this, like, museum, a children's museum, actually, I guess, um, that had this space part, and it was so... This is so like they may have to cut this out because it's not interesting to any listeners, but um, they had this um, thing where you could stand and like fly through space. So they, a huge screen that was like an entire wall and you had like a little joystick and my boys could stand there and fly through space and like basically 
zoom out and see like our galaxy and go to like another galaxy and then come in to our galaxy to our solar system right, try okay. to find earth seeing that the vastness of the universe and all that kind of stuff yeah it was incredible i swear it was like i it was it was really cool hard to explain how cool it was because you could just fly from planet to planet and really see like yeah, like yeah, a kind of virtual reality, kind of flight simulator type thing. Flight, yeah, and see how our galaxy is actually flat, like a pancake, which I thought was I did. Yeah, not know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Where was that? I want to. I like to take off our babies. Oh my god, it was incredible. They also had uh, so you could do that and like a little expo, and then it's in uh, Gothenburg actually. Okay, if you're ever there, yeah, yeah. bring oh, that. Um, my wife's got a really long list of Nordic. Scandinavian countries that we need to visit so uh right. that's that's one of them we'll have to add that to the list yeah well yeah, we know. I mean like um as well like with that like Ida she's kind of their topic this term at school is space so okay. it's kind of cool to be able to she's like daddy what, why do the planets go around the sun I was like oh well I always get a bit too carried away though I'm like well it's a lot to do the single gravity and it's uh yeah <laughs> I always get a bit too deep she's like you get wrapped up in this it one. and then you're like how do i <laughs> yeah. get myself out of this one <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. look daddy this one's red okay that's fine <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and you're like well that's the particles yeah, of the... That. That. that's the light reflecting or the... yeah. i have no idea but i'm just i do that too my husband looks at me like why are you even why are you going this deep with this explanation because they're asking questions constantly yeah, yeah. And so you have to just basically kind of give a simple answer sometimes, or you get locked into this like really complicated explanation of yeah. serious why matters. Why is Mercury? Why, why is Venus hotter than Mercury, Daddy? It's like, well, well interesting question. That's so funny. So tell me about your wife, the one with the list and the one with the obsession for retro. Oh yeah, yeah. She said you've made it sound completely mental. <laughs> she's really happy about. Did I? She's got lists and she's obsessed with things. Oh, that you made her. Yeah. No, she sounds. <laughs> I, I, yeah. What no, What is she like? Is she? Mental? She's awesome. So I met her a long time ago, and now she's my wife. Um, yeah. So she's Abigail. She's she's recently she was a teacher for a long time, um, okay. but she quit teaching this summer because. It's pretty full on, and she'd done it for a long time. And it's a it, in the UK, especially, teaching's a pretty crappy job to kind of have to do. Uh, in as much as, like, I've, I've so much respect for teachers, but so little respect for the system that they're being forced to work in. Okay. You know, so so she's kind of left, and she's now she's now working with me, or, or at least you know she's kind of on board. Oh, really. Yeah, so maybe all that lack of strategy I talked about, maybe it's going to change. I'm going to be like Mr. Strategic now. Does that mean she's kind of like your, like, quote-unquote office manager, or what? what's her role? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's, she's kind of just slowly taken on board a lot of the, a lot of, anything she can, really. So, you know, she's, right now, she's, She's uh, designing albums. She's doing a lot of client um, like interaction and a lot of this, the communications. Um, she's doing some of the social media and all that kind of stuff. A lot of the stuff that, that I'm pretty slack with. You know, she, so she's kind of it's been a bit of a learning curve for her because she's obviously come from being like an assistant head teacher in a school yeah. to into a, uh, an industry where I guess she actually knew kind of nothing. Um, 
but that's kind of good because she's like, hey, I've been, you know, she'll learn about something. And she's like, why aren't you doing this? And I'd be like, I don't know, I can't be bothered. <laughs> she's like, we need to do this. So who knows? Maybe, maybe things are really going to take off now. I don't know. But yeah, no, it's been great. And uh, she's going to whip you into shape. Uh, sounds like. Yeah, I think so. I think I need it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's good. So she, yeah, she's she's uh, like that's she's kind of to do the reason why our you know our house looks cool and is decorated with nice furniture and you know apart from the parts of Lego, it's uh, yeah. Just, well, that's a she that kind of retro kind of sixties mod kind of uh, vibe, you know. Oh, that's cool. Mm. So she has the eye. She's obviously interested in in things. Yeah, the pretty things. The pretty (laughs) things, yeah. (laughs) And did you meet her during the during your like musician years? Yeah, yeah. So she was. um... She was like a fan, like a. (laughs) No, I'm saying. (laughs) She she was a groupie. No, she wasn't. No, she wasn't. Delete that bit. Delete that bit. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, I met. I met her. I met her just in York. So she she lived in York, and, and I met her. In a pub, okay. Our eyes drunkenly met across a bar. Oh, here we are, a few years later. That's no, no. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but she, yeah. So she's kind of known me then, and then, you know, she's known me from then, really. What uh, happened that, after your eye, your drunken eyes met at the bar? Like, what happened right? I can't then? tell you on here. Dear me, is this? <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of podcast is this? <laughs> You're about to find out. Yeah, yeah, you've no idea. Tune in later. That's this is you can it... pay for this content. <laughs> How did it go from just eyes locking to to being married with two kids? I've no idea. I think about that every day. Uh, <laughs> and, no, no, like, yes, yeah, so it was. You know, we, we got together and then we spent a, a long time, you know, courting, and then we got we had we had our. So I, I kind of at the time when I met, I was playing music, I think, uh, and I, I lived with the guys that I was playing with. So we had like a house, you know, in York, oh um, just quite debauched and good times. But to quote, uh, <laughs> to quote the great Robbie Robertson, it was a, it was an adult dose. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so I lived there for a few years and, um, yeah, she, she lived kind of close by in the city. And when the kind of music thing sort of stopped, I kind of moved in, into her, in with her. Okay. And that kind of went out and I was still sort of playing a bit and, DJing as well, like I ran a club night and I used to DJ at that and um, doing the record label thing. But again, like I never had any money really. So she was obviously a teacher and they get really good holidays in, in the UK and, and it would come around to the big summer holidays and she'd be like, so uh, where are we going to go on holiday? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. And that's like, because I've, I've got five pounds in the bank, like where can we go for five pounds? And she's like, nowhere. We can't go anywhere for five pounds. So yeah, that and you know, like that's kind of in a way, and then we kind of had our and we kind of got pregnant and, and had our, our first child. And I think from that was kind of then I started taking more pictures, and then the wedding things came along, and, and that's kind of yeah. Suddenly I was like, wow, I could actually make some actual money, you know. So that's yeah. kind of that led and that led to here, really. Yeah, no, it's interesting to hear. I, I just feel like most people are like doing something else or or whatever, and then they're kind of struggling and struggling to get the money and money through the wedding photography. So it's kind of fun to hear someone who's like, yeah, this is actually yeah. a good way to make money. And then. Yeah. But, but not in a kind of cynical way. No, but, no, no. But yeah, like that was it. It was like, wow, I can actually, you know, 
And I think that's the thing that I found with weddings, you know, I, like I love weddings now and I don't shoot anything else and I could, don't get could shoot anything else. But back then when I was just into photography, like it was just really obvious to me that you could go and do weddings and make money. Yeah. As opposed to say like, I don't know, fashion photography. Like I don't even know how you would start to make money from fashion photography. Right. You know? Right. Whereas like, with the weddings, it was it would be, you know, make a website, find a bride, she'll pay you money, and then you take her pictures, you know? Like, it just seemed... It's funny because I saw some some photos on your on your website that made me that that felt quite English, and I don't know if this is is true or not. But there was some photo of like people dancing on the dance floor, which and I mean this, I'm sure this happens all over the world, so it's not that. But I've I've shot a couple of weddings in in England, and I feel like what would you say are is there something that's like very English at weddings versus Like, like shooting, you mean for other nationalities of people? Yeah, or? nationalities or other local. Like, yeah, basically, what would I mean, you I say? Is I've not found that much difference. I mean, I know some people talk about, you know, I don't think. I think it's, it's less to do with like the country, more to do with the the specific, you know, personalities of the people at the wedding. You know, or, okay. the, or the, the way they are. You know, I mean, I've shot like UK weddings that have been crazy, crazy parties and no no planning and, and very laid back. And at the same time, I've done very formal things, you know, and same same for uh, couples abroad or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think, I think with England, I mean, I mean, I think the main thing is that you get, I guess it's like anywhere, there's a real, it's pretty grey, it's pretty dark and lots of weddings happen in dark churches and lots of weddings happen in crappy registry offices and, Well, they're photographically pretty challenging, pretty rubbish. Yeah, you know, with the best will in the world, that you, you know. And I think that that, that kind of makes it hard because there's obviously such a huge amount of the wedding imagery that's out there that people see and that they are influenced by and take on. You know, is people on in nice places at sunset with mountains. So I think I've always kind of yeah, I've always kind of learned. I think even from the I think when I, when you start out, that's like, I'm like, man, what I need to do is get a couple on a mountain and whatever. But I think now I've just kind of learned to, I think the biggest asset you can have as a workshop is to be able to make, you know, awesome images anywhere, anytime, mm-hmm. you know, rain or shine. It's so, and I think to be able to say to kind of a couple, if all we get is 20 seconds and the dirty corner of this toilet, I'm still going to make something that's going <laughs> to, socks off and I think like being able to do that is or, or at least being confident that I can do that is kind of it's always been something that I've been able to do I guess yeah or at least well, learn, learn to do or had to do you know? I wonder if these like you and kind of when if you start in that kind of environment like these darker countries that where the weather's not great as opposed to maybe being in whatever California what you picture being like well there's always light where here in the Scandinavian and Nordic countries you're just like you just don't know what you're going to get I wonder if it's kind of that thing of like you get used to basically such hard conditions that you know that's a a good schooling in a way and then once you so that means you can you can do light you can do lack of light you can do it all yeah yeah I mean I don't know I, I think 
Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, I don't want to make it sound like everyone else has got it so easy. No, you know? no, no. No, I, I don't take that, it that way. You know? But just like, yeah. But, yeah, I think so. I think like, I would say from, I mean, obviously, I'm really fortunate to, to, to travel a lot with my work now and to shoot in some amazing places with amazing couples. But yeah, a lot of the work that I've said that I've done that I still do, you can't, you can't just say, okay, guys, to the cup, you know, walk five yards over there and have a cuddle and I'm going to shoot it on a 24 mil lens and it's, and that's it. You know, like you have, you just have to do more than that because if that's all you make it, you know what I mean? Like you can't, you can't, you can't be just walk over there into in front of this nice view, get really close together and cuddle really hard. Yeah. And I'm going to position you at the bottom of the frame with my 24 or 35 mil lens and, and hit the button. Like, cause that just looks shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 90% no. of the places that I'm going to be at, you know, and this year, particularly, I've such had an atrocious look at runway weather. Like it's untrue. So, like, I've not. I think I've seen like one sunset all the whole year. You know, oh my like, God. yeah, it's crazy. Like the, everywhere I've been, I shot in. I shot in Marrakesh uh, a few weeks ago in Morocco, in Africa. Cool. In the desert, and it rained all day. And the wedding planner who said that she's been putting weddings on there for 10 years this is the first wedding she's ever had where it rained and I was like oh my goodness for that later. you know like the whole the total day was a washout and and yeah but it was for me that I was like no it was like whatever it was just like a standard day in England <laughs> I love that you're like, like I, well, I feel it. right at home yeah she's like I can't believe it's raining so much I was like this isn't rain <laughs> this is rain like, you call this rain I'll show you <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna start booking Andy Gaines to photograph weddings in like drought ridden countries. Yeah. Oh, the rain, you know. Yeah, like, bring Andy here. It's our last chance. <laughs> in trouble with your crops this year? Let's get Andy Gaines <laughs> on the phone. Let's book him a wedding, and it will. Yeah, rain. that could be your your niche there. <laughs> get your wife on that. She could. <laughs> <laughs> brides, brides will be queuing up to book me on that one. I think. I yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think so. Yeah, as a rule, like, but but again, like, I think for me as as a photographer and, and kind of what I do, like, I, I like that. You know, I, I kind of again, this sounds like you know, fair play to these people who are making these awesome images and booking these weddings in these amazing places. You know, it's difficult to do that, and I can't. I'm not doing it, but. I, just, I kind of enjoy the process what, what, with that. You know, I enjoy the process of not really knowing what I'm going to do or, or having to kind of mentally work hard to work out how I can make this look great, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, whereas I, I do find that, you know, when you do get these, what most people, you know, like the, when you get the golden hour and the beautiful couple and the beautiful backdrop and all that things come together, like I do, I, it is almost, it's like too easy. And it's like, it just feels like I'm doing nothing, you know? Right. Like so for me, like the, the kind of process of, the, for me, the, the most enjoyable thing as a photographer is, is starting with nothing and coming up with something really cool, yeah. you know, as opposed to being presented with all the stuff there, you know? Well, I think I, I love that about the, the work that I've seen of yours is that, you also get a feeling like this is, it's like you said, it, it's not just, you know, a perfect everything. Everything is just like, it's not a postcard. It's, it's like, 
I love that kind of rawness of it. I love yeah, how some, yeah. of, some in some of the photos, some people look almost bored, but it's it has like that humor. I, it's got that like I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like, like I love that. I mean, obviously, I'm going to talk about this as well. But like for me, that's yeah, that's what wedding photography is about. Like the wedding wedding photography is like the, for me, like the fact that there's a wedding is almost incidental. Like the, the wedding is just kind of an excuse to yeah. The, the wedding, the wedding is really just the excuse that does two things. It brings these important people together, and not just a couple, but you know the guests. So it, it's the excuse to get them in one place, yeah. and then it's the excuse that I can take a picture without being punched in the nose. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, it's that, and for me, like that's really. I mean, yeah, they do the wedding stuff, like you know, dance and cupcakes and shit, but, but really, like that's that's kind of secondary, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, but I I love I in that I can tell in the images that you you kind of like that enjoy and you have like kind of a carte blanche to to do what you yeah. want. Yeah, yeah, and just to kind of, and that's what that for me is what I'm passionate about. You know, it's just it is the documenting the people and 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 not just not just the bride and the groom and not and not just for the bride and groom and not just for the, the guests. You know, there's like it is like again this is kind of what I'm talking about. It's like the whole bigger picture of yeah. the wedding the, the wedding kind of represents that but you know yeah well i get it i mean and yeah definitely save that stuff we want people to come to rome and, and hang out with us so i you don't have to go deeper yeah. we can beep it out beep it out <laughs> we'll beep it out and just be like <laughs> come to rome to find out find out more are you coming well, well i'm gonna tell you and yeah exactly <laughs> And what everyone wants to know is, um, are you bringing your wife to Rome? Uh, yeah, maybe. I think so. Maybe the whole, maybe the whole family. Because um, it falls in, it's in like school holidays. Oh. So like, like most, like all parents with school children, we're at the mercy of the, <laughs> the school holiday <laughs> system. So there's, yep. there's talk of us all going. Um, we shall, we shall see how that pans out. But oh, this, this year is. Um, like I'm making a real conscious effort this year to kind of shoot a bit less and to do a bit more. So, and especially now that because Abigail's not working for someone else, you know, because she's working on the business, you know, she's able to. Yeah. We're not lim- we're not limited by her, so you know, so we're going to see how it goes. So we're going we're off to New Zealand for a month um, in March. Oh wow! For a wedding, yeah, yeah, it's, I can't wait. So that's that's kind of for a wedding, but we're all going to go. We're all going. And we're going to turn that into a bit of a holiday. And then come from New Zealand, flying back to Rome, but maybe not. So yeah, we probably won't go straight to Rome, but I think I've got a wedding somewhere else. But yeah, we maybe 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 we'll all go to Rome as well and do some sightseeing after well, the, a, the wedding. A good time to do it, I guess. Also, when the kids are small enough, where you can pull them out of school. Yeah, that's right. So we've got Ida is out of school, and, and Teddy just isn't in school yet. So it's like, but he he starts school next year. So this is kind of. Last chance. Now, now is a good. Now is a good time. So yeah, we, I've kind of tried to shoot shoot a bit less this year and try and book a few more abroad that we can do as a family, you know. And, That's yeah. cool. I like that. What does the weekend yeah. look like for you now? It's Friday. We're recording this on a Friday. Kind this of- this weekend has got no weddings. Woohoo! Uh, but I've got a. Uh, I've got plenty of weddings to edit, so I might just be locked in my editing cave uh, okay. for 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 a bit of it, and maybe a trip out. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Uh, Do you guys the, have any like weekend traditions in the family? N- no. Yeah, I say goodbye on a Friday and then see them again on a Monday. That's, that's <laughs> for about 50 weekends of the year. No, no, I mean, these days it seems like most weekends are kind of taken up with children's parties. You know? um, yeah. So, but in our in class, you know, there's two classes in a year, so there's about 60, 60 children in a year. So that's like, that's at least one one birthday party a week. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> we seem to have to go through. So maybe that. Um, but no, I don't know. Uh, literally, again, <laughs> no plans. <laughs> no plans. You're winging it. Just, you know, we'll be the winger. It, yeah. See what happens. I love that. Well, I'm... Um... I'm uh, I'm gonna go um, let you uh, wing your your weekend um, <laughs> and the rest of the day. Ever <laughs> enjoy kind of the start of the weekend? Are you taking uh, today off, or are you like editing today too? Then taking the, what does that mean? Taking the day off? I mean, like kids are in school. You're just like oh, I'm just gonna lay on the couch. Does that ever happen? <laughs> <laughs> I know those of us with kids. Are. Every what day, is that? Every day. No, no. Um, yeah, I've got edit, editing, editing, editing. Despite yeah. outsourcing uh, on a lot of my work, and despite having my awesome wife taking over a lot of admin style tasks, I'm still epically behind on my uh, weddings. I had a kind of really busy end of the year. Okay. So lots of weddings in November, December, and and and, and yeah, and then also I run a conference called Nine Dots, which is in was in London in November. So. That kind of was busy, so yeah, I've got tons of tons of work to to do. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. Personally. I know it All is. Well, it was awesome talking to you, and I um, I hope that uh, your trip to New Zealand with the family is amazing. Oh, thank you, Jenny. Yeah, it should be good. Hopefully, I will all return in one piece. Are you going to be in Rome? Yeah. Yeah, that's the plan. Um, I just have there. to work out the logistics of that too, family wise, and. But um, bring them all. Bring them all. <laughs> I don't I've know. About that, that. I've heard that way up north are going to be organising a crash for all people involved children. So you know that could be good. Is just dropping that go? out there. Put it yeah. out. Yeah, let's get that going. Um, is that really? Is that true? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let's, they let's put it, the pressure they put it in on here, and then it's like it's on record. You know. Yeah, Cold yeah. Promise. Let's make that happen. It's actually I haven't I hadn't even thought about that, but that's actually not a super bad idea to like do it as a little. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I may have to copy that idea. <laughs> um, but I wish you great journeys, and I look forward to seeing you then in Rome. And I'm super excited to hear your your presentation. Uh, thanks, Jenny. Yeah, it's been really, really good to chat to you. It's been been really awesome. So nice. I should put you in touch. I have a friend who recently moved to to York from London. Really? Um, who a couple of friends that I met at, well back in New York. Anyways, super cool people. That now I'm kind of like, ooh, I, I, York is maybe it's huge. It's I no, look at it's small. It is small, right? Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, they have kids in the same age that you have. Um, oh, wow. I think seven and no six and yeah six and three I believe so oh, yeah. and anyways I need to put you guys in touch because yeah send, send, cool. me, send me some info that'd be cool yeah alright cool I, I'm like an expert on all the kind of coffee shops yeah that, that, are, that are happy with children park like matchmaker like, you name it. I could write a book super cool alright well you take care and uh, say hello to your your wife Abigail and kids have a great weekend 
Will do. You All too, right. Jenny. Awesome to chat to you. Nice to talk to you. Take care. Bye. 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 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.